Hey, party people. Hi. It's UFO After Party. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And today, we're getting weird. Very weird, but also, we're going to camp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> today, we are talking about Bohemian Grove. Or also somehow known as Bohemian Club 2. Um, as in, as well, not part two. Bohemian Club <laughs> 2. The first one did not do well. No. Closed down. Um, yeah, I think they're two... Bohemian Grove, I believe, is the site which is owned by Bohemian Club. So actually, it's private property from a third party. Yes. But he's just like, hey, meet here. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we'll give you a little background and then we'll just like get into some weird things because this shit's weird. Yeah. So just a little background of what Bohemian Grove is. Um, it is a 2,700 acre campground, which that's fucking big. It's huge. That's insane. Um, it's a lot of miles. Yeah. It's located at, um... 20601 Bohemian Ave in Monte Rio, California, which is it's near San about, Fran. Yeah, about 70 miles from San Francisco, north of San Francisco. Um, and it is owned and operated by the private San Francisco Gentlemen's Club, the Bohemian Club. Boom. So just a little. The, the grove is surrounded by huge, very old redwoods and firs. Um, obviously, like, I feel like that Yeah, those part are of, the big-ass trees. Yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of over near where, like, Big Sur is and stuff like yes. that, right? So yeah. it's, like, I mean, just known for, that area is just known for it. Um, some are estimated to be over 1,000 years old, and every July... Until 2008, which was the last full retreat um, of the of the club, um, but every July up until 2008, the Bohemian Grove hosts a two-week retreat with over 2,500 of the world's richest men and their guests. Um, so I do have. I don't think it's the world. I think the people. From other it's, countries are like their guests, but I think that's like a totally separate club. You think that you can only be part of it if you're from the U.S.? I just think majority and historically it's only U.S. Okay. people. Like, I know they've had like, you know, ex-Nazi members <laughs> talk as like speakers. And I think they're just like guests. I don't know if they're members like I just okay sure like I read the same thing that you did but I just heard way too many conflicting things like that was the only thing that I read that said prominent world leaders and everything else was like United States people okay so So we think it's more like 2,500 of the United States richest men which are I mean a lot of them are one and the same um yeah so like you know there are very rich people all over the world but it's mostly presidents honestly a lot of old republican presidents um business leaders government officials executives and then you know artists and musicians (laughs) mark twain was a part of it 
Interesting. But I think he's also like one of the only not completely shitty people. That was part of it. Yeah. So we can get into a little bit more though. Cause I feel yeah. like that, um, like I feel like what it started out to be and then what it is now is right. so different that right. it's like almost unrecognizable. Um, but in order to, it's an extremely exclusive retreat. Um, in order to be invited, you have to pay about $25,000 and that's just, no, that's the initiation. That's fee. just the initiation. So to be invited, you have to have like recommendations from several members right? or you got to wait a lot of decades. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I heard something like 15 years on average. Yeah. Um, if you don't have that referral, but I feel like they like, I don't think anyone gets in without a referral. They just like, yeah. are like, yeah, you'll get put on the waiting list. <laughs> then you'll probably Sucker. die. But yeah, the, the 25,000 is not even including the monthly dues that they have to pay. Okay. So, but also com- that this is like pocket change for these people. I know. So like, it seems I like know. a lot to us, but also like none of us would be in it. Right. But like, if you're, I don't know, you know, the ex-CIA director, you you have that much money. I mean, yeah, they do. So <laughs> I feel like... It could be more and they'd probably still be fine. <clears throat> oh, definitely. But... Yay. <laughs> I don't know. Here we are. Yep. I bet it's so much like less about the money, though, and it's probably just about like who you are and who referred you and stuff. So... <sighs> it's so stupid. Um, and... You have to take a vow of secrecy before going to the retreat. Um, you cannot tell anyone what happens at Bohemian Grove. Yet somehow we know. We know. Some. We know <laughs> very little. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know what's going on there. Um, have you, had you ever heard of this before? So I, when we played the trivia game, I thought I hadn't, but then I realized I listened to a podcast episode a long time ago. Um, fuck, what was the podcast? The podcast is Mile Higher, and I feel like they kind of do the same thing that, like, we do right now. Yeah. Like, it's a bunch of conspiracy theories, or they talk about, like, current events that are going on with, like, science and weird shit. Okay. I, I also feel like I watched the fucking Alex Jones documentary, like, you a while have. ago. Because I think I watched it after that. Okay. So, I mean, we we should get into it later, but also basically the only video evidence that we have of this is from Alex Jones. And if you don't know who that is, that's the guy that made InfoWars because he snuck onto their property in 2000 and recorded something. Yeah. Like, also, how does he not get killed off? I mean, I guess they can't, but like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like it would raise more suspicions. And that would be bad. I don't know. But, like, couldn't they just pay him <laughs> off to, like, not make a documentary? Let's go through some members, because I'm looking at the member list right now, and I'm having some fucking questions. But... Oh, yeah. You can look at the member list, I believe, until 2018. So I think they're still having gatherings. I just, sorry, <coughs> don't think it's, like, the big two-week summer one. Because every yeah. year that they meet, they still, like, have protests because obviously people don't like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. 
um, broadly, every Republican president since 1923 has been a member of the Bohemian Club. Except Donald Trumpy. Yeah. He's, he's not, not invited. invited. <laughs> so Which funny is like really me. funny. I uh, kind of like that. Yeah. And I, I can honestly, only imagine him just being really mad. Well, he plays too much fucking golf. <laughs> like, and he's dumb. He can't keep secrets. True. He cannot. That's why they're like, no, you don't know about secrets. He's probably on like the waiting list. It's <laughs> like, please guys. And then no one will give him a referral. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, Ronald Reagan, Nixon, all of the Bushes, including Jeb. Ugh. Um, presidents of Yale, Harvard, and Princeton. Uh, like I said, former CIA directors are on there. You know. Yeah. Pretty much the like, Federal Reserve is there. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, like, think of the 1% and they're in yeah. there. Um, yeah. Basically. But also, I was just looking at the list of Bohemian Club members, and it lists Bob Weir. Yes. From the Grateful Dead. Yep. I don't believe it. I think that's more towards the beginnings of it. He, why? No. no. He, how well, they old still, do you think he was? I don't know, because they still really like inviting artists and musicians. Okay. They still like the bohemian part of it. It's just, I don't know why. Bob Weir was only like, he was born in 47. So like, yeah, that's not the early stages of this. Okay, true. This it was, started in like the 1800s. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, short version, basically... It's just, like, a fucking escape for them to, like, get really fucking drunk and then pee everywhere. Sure. So, like, okay, invite whatever fucking musician you want, I guess. I guess so. I mean, it's just kind of, uh, I don't it's know. It's weird. It is really weird. Like, how do you, because then you're, like, going outside of the circle, and then it's, like, but, like, and also, that's not saying that he came and, like, visited once that's saying he's a he's member. a member yeah so like i don't that's pretty bizarre do you want to do a little bit of the history yeah. so the bohemian club was formed in 1872 by henry harry edwards who was a stage actor and like we've been mentioning it was originally for artists who just drink and Slept under the redwood trees with some blankies. Little they boys made, trip. They made like Cute. little beds out of like fallen redwood pine leaf needles, I guess. I don't know. Well, actually, it was that's the only beds they had back then. <laughs> In 1872. In 1872, yeah. yeah. All of your mattresses were just stuffed with pine needles. That's yeah. a, not a well-known fact, but it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> But you had a bunch of blankies to do, like, basically cuddle piles with your friends. Cute. And you're all just, like, super drunk. <laughs> um, but as the years went on, gradually they started <clears throat> purchasing land surrounding the location. So it was more of, like, a secrecy thing. But it was still, at the gist of it, summer camp. And every year since 1878, they have gone there and met up for summer camp. For the boys. 
Saturdays are for the boys, you know? Yeah. Or all of July, basically. <laughs> I mean, well, again, get into it later, but there was also no women allowed. No girls allowed. And for allowed. the longest time at all. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because they, like, fucking hire outside work. They right. have, like, it's, it's a camp. They have a cafeteria. Yes. They have ballet services. I'm guessing they have people picking up after them. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, making their little beds and shit with their very important blankies. Yeah, they just always hired men, and those people were also, like, basically had to sign something saying that they wouldn't wouldn't tell any secrets. Yeah, but it's, like, you basically get to be a part of this club, but also, like, not really. I mean, you do, but, like, you're not a prominent member. You're, like, someone that lives five miles away and needed a fucking job. I mean... That must be so weird. Yeah. No, that's... Re- it's super weird. I don't know if I would like that. Ah. Uh, um. <laughs> God. Yeah, so... <laughs> it was to escape frontier culture was, like, the purpose of the camp. And basically, they just put on plays, and they drank, and they did ritualistic activities. This is, like, what it turned more into. Right. Um, I do think it's kind of funny. So I, like, saw, like, basically the way someone explained it was that, like, they, before they ever, like, rented this land or anything, like, the Bohemian Club was a a club, and um, they, like, would meet up at, like basically like pubs and stuff and they were just like talking about music and plays and talking about like the art that they were making but also talking about like like bohemian is more like like kind of modern day hipsters but they're yeah. like you know they're they, they're they're the ones that don't give a shit about money and they don't care about any of that they just like wanted to I mean it's like express if you themselves and learn like learn about Mark Twain that's basically yeah. everything Mark Twain did and so like I um, when I was listening to a lot of my information came from Conspiracy Theories um, podcast and they do a two-part series on this which was really interesting um, but they kind of were like saying essentially it was like they were just like at the pub talking all this shit but then like they just wanted to have fun and have like a place to hang out with the boys. And then all these fucking rich people were like, I want to, I want to come. And they were like, well, I guess like we could use, we can, they basically like called them like, like users or something like that. Like they basically like just used these rich people to like pay the way to buy this. I don't blame them. And then they were like, okay, but we're still doing like plays and we're still like doing art stuff. And like, this is still our thing, but they just, like, kind of, like, used the rich people to make what they wanted, but then it turned into just rich people, so didn't really work. But also, they still have to do plays and shit. Right. Well, they don't have to. It's just, like, I guess tradition at this point, but I don't know. I think that's really funny. Like, can you imagine all the bushes just lining up yeah. and they're, like, doing a fucking play, but also, also they're, like, pissed drunk? So, I mean, yeah, even more so than that, like, there's, like, every day has, like, a different, not theme, but, like, 
like a different activity. Like they're basically just at it's, summer camp for Boy a bunch Scout of camp. fucking rich drunk Republicans. It's it's Boy Scout camp for fucking rich ass people. And like they like do like they go hiking. Lakeside talks. But like their lakeside talks are about like Seriously. blowing up the fucking world. So um, Which is also weird too because so like they have a, a very few rules, but they do have rules and their motto is weaving spiders not come here. Which yes. is like a Shakespeare line, but basically meaning like you drop your business at the door and you don't talk about it. But then they kind of still do. Right. It's just like they definitely do. They're not like, I guess, planning things. They're just like just I don't know. It's it's weird. There's a lot of mixed information because like I don't know. It's just weird. I but, think it's really just mixed because we do not know anything really. Like there's very few people that have ever been there and who have like decided to say anything. So it's like we have very few actual facts about this. However, there's some sketchy shit going on, I think. Yeah. Um, but I like, yeah, basically like on the surface looks really innocent. They're, you know, the, the bushes are having a nice family play and like fucking Nixon is out there drinking gin and peeing everywhere. I don't know. And Trump's still not invited. What if Trump got, or what if Trump got caught trying to sneak into Bohemian Grove? Really he's like, please let funny. me in. I don't think really he has, go. I don't think he has the stamina. No. I'm Can pretty, you imagine if him and Alex Jones just like buddied up and he's like, I remember going this way. Like, let's, oh let's God, swim across stop. the lake. That would be, I would pay good money to see that. You would have a fucking heart attack, which would It'd honestly be really be great, funny. But, um, <laughs> but also, there's no women allowed at all. At all. But hear me out here. When they do the plays, they have to dress and drag for the women's parts. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I just, the fucking stuffiest people on the planet, and they're just like, oh yeah, but that's fine. I mean, it's so also my- like the classic thing that's like, you're so homophobic, probably because there's like underlying, like closeted homo, like homosexual feelings or whatever. True. Yeah. So like, I mean, think about all the people that are getting outed from Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. Well, I guess he did more women, but regardless. Gross. Um, Christian family values, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they have like two activities they do every time that they go. One is... The Grove play, yeah. like we just talked about. Um, they're like super large-scale production plays. Yeah, so these are not <laughs> like, unlike, you know, going to summer camp and just having it on like a dingy wooden stage and just With like arts like, and crafts and shit. Yeah. Um, no, these no. cost like thousands of dollars. Like, Yeah, someone did the math and in today's dollar, estimated cost around 140 thousand for like for secret fucking fun exactly i mean i guess there is a lot of them there so like it makes sense also like we said that is literally like nothing to them so it doesn't matter it's just fucking weird like i yeah they have like orchestras and shit 
Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's pretty wild. So they, they do that, and then they do this lovely thing called the cremation of care. This shit's so creepy. It's, like, I get what they're doing, but it's real. yeah, it's fucking weird. So basically, the cremation of care is a procession of men in red robes carrying a coffin with a wooden skeleton named Care in it, and then they sacrifice it in front of a giant 40-foot owl statue? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's a coffin effigy, and they're referring to it as Care because they're like, the thought process is that it's supposed to represent the releasing of their cares into the world. So they don't like, they just get to have fun on these two weeks. But the creepiest way you could fucking go about doing that. Yeah, that's why I don't really fucking buy it because it's like, it, I don't think it's all about like letting letting all your cares go free and whatever. And it's like, hmm. Yeah. I don't think so, guys. Um, so at the very least, this is very creepy. Um, and it definitely is ritualistic. It's, um, which I just like, but again, like it doesn't make sense to me that these are all like super fucking dusty Republican ass people. I, I don't understand. And then they're like, well, paganism's cool with us as long as, you know, as long as it's us doing it. And I nobody truly knows. think that they don't believe half of the shit that they, like, spew into the world. They just really like ruining other people's existence. Mm. Yeah. Or just, like, they know that, like, in doing so, it makes them more powerful. Yeah. And, yeah. That would... That makes sense. Because um, just like the complete 180, once you're, I guess, behind closed doors with all your buddies and drunk. Right. It just like, it still doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Um, there's also another thing that like, so like I said, they have like all of these talks, um, like lakeside talks where they just like. Prominent fucking leaders of the free world are sitting there and just, like, talking. And we don't know pretty much anything except for the titles of these talks. But from what we can get out of those titles, um, basically, like, there was one talk that was done in 1997, four years before 9-11, by the... um, former head of CIA. And oh, it, they wanted to, like, do something weird with foreign policy, right? Oh, yeah, that's another one. But, oh, like, great, okay. This, <laughs> I forget the exact title of it, so I'm, like, trying to find it. He, like, basically predicted 9-11, but, like, he didn't predict it because, like, these are the fucking head of the free world, and, like, it, I don't know, not to go all, like, fucking Bush did 9-11 on you, but, okay, like, but Bush, did Bush was there, and he sure did listen to that fucking speech, so... But also there's, like, proof that the CIA trained, basically, Osama bin Laden and gave them weapons. So, hold on, we're gonna pause for a okay. second. Okay. So Aaron's gonna, like, 
take a deeper dive into figuring out what that one was because I think we need a little more info on it. But while she's doing that, there's like, again, there's like not a lot of research or not even research. There's not a lot of proof that any of this happens, but there's some and a lovely president Nixon in his memoir. He talked about how important his membership to the club was and said that a speech that gave him the most pleasure of giving in his career was one of these lakeside speeches in 1967 at the Bohemian Grove because it basically started his presidency. Like he and Reagan kind of formulated a plan to figure out who's going to run when because they have the biggest chance of, you know, chance of winning and they like planned out the next few decades of Republicans like winning presidencies. Right, exactly. So it's like these people aren't just sitting there and like talking about nothing. It's like they're getting more powerful by being there together. Yeah. Because like we can't prove that like these people directly made these people president, but like most of the presidents like like we said, every Republican president since, what, 19... 1923. 1923 has been a part of this fucking secret society. It's almost 100 years. And most of them became members, like, you usually don't visit when you actually are president because, like, it would look bad if you were just, like, taking two weeks off to fucking go into the woods with a bunch of dudes. But, yeah, like, but also, like, Trump goes golfing almost every day. Wow, thank you. And people still have a problem with it, but he still goes. I know. But, I mean, for people who actually, like, want to appear like they're doing the right thing. Um, yeah. You know, it wouldn't go over well. So, like, most of these people were part of this and went to the camp beforehand. Beforehand. And a lot after. of the time directly beforehand. Yeah. And it's like, how much pull do these people have in fucking electing who is president? I mean... A lot. A lot. They're so fucking rich. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's really upsetting. I cannot, for the life of me, find the title without re-listening to Conspiracy Theories podcasts. But it essentially was just, like, four years before 9-11 saying, like, in a very cryptid language, something about, like, two buildings being knocked down and, like, just, like... And again, all we have is the title of these things, but it was pretty eerie and definitely seemed to point to, like, it said something about, like, um, security in the new world, basically. Like, they basically were like, well, how is, you know, once we do this, like, how is this going to change security in the world? And it's like, Okay, y'all definitely just planned 9-11. Yeah. I'm... Okay. Did the foreign policy one happen, like, a little after that then? Yeah, it was, like, 2005. Okay. Because, like, I think, again, it was, like, another head of the CIA or someone prominent in the CIA, and they're like, hey, we should talk about foreign policy and change it in ways of A, B, and C. And then right after that is when we started fucking basically invading other countries and right. inserting ourselves and their wars to quote unquote try to help. And it's just like this shit just doesn't just come out of nowhere. Yeah. 
Because Bush was president during then. Right. And again, he probably was not going there. And Dick Cheney was a fucking member. Yeah. He probably wasn't going there while he was president, but that doesn't mean his whole family is in there. It doesn't matter if he goes personally. On top of this, they're also fucking members of Skull and Bone. Yeah. From Yale, which, like, if you don't know what that is, it's a secret society with Yale. And they, like, have a lot of actual, like, human sacrifice rituals. Yeah. But that's not today's story. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. is like, if the question is, is the Illuminati connected to Bohemian Grove? I do think the answer is yes. But I think that more so, there's a lot of secret societies that are part of Bohemian Grove. Because when you think about all of those secret societies, what are they? They're just rich, powerful, mostly white males that are coming together to serve their own best interests. So, of course, they're not, like, nobody says you just have to be in the Illuminati. You can be in fucking Bohemian Grove and the Illuminati and fucking New World Order. Like, let's go. Whatever. Freemasons. Whatever. Yeah. I just, like, we when Aaron got here, because we're doing these topics because of the trivia game. And I think the card was super misleading because it's like, what is a, a place that the Illuminati meet? And it was Bohemian Grove, but I don't think it's like just a purely Illuminati thing. And I think that's no. slightly misleading because like what everyone thinks that Beyonce and Jay-Z are in the Illuminati. They can't come here. I mean, yeah, definitely not. Like it's literally, there's barely any Jews on the list. Yeah. And there's no fucking black people. Yeah. It is all white people. Obama wasn't invited. I mean, no Democratic. Bernie no. Sanders wasn't invited. There have been Democrats on there. It's just like very few and far between. I mean, I know, but like. Like one of the also Roosevelt's not- was he? Yeah, I just think the card was a little misleading. But it's still like really interesting, I guess, to dive into. I don't think it's misleading. It's just like, yes, and. Yeah. Illuminati and all of these other equally scary fucking secret societies yeah. that we don't know about. I just um, think it requires more of a deep dive than like the QR code on the card wanted to give oh, yeah, information. No. You gotta fucking get in there. And honestly, I just, like I said, like, I feel like as soon as we know something about the Illuminati, it's already like gone. Yeah. Because like, I think that, yeah, there's obvious, like, they're clearly, like, still doing this. They haven't had, like, the big retreat for a while. But, Man, like, they should have had it with Corona. I know. What if they planned Corona? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but <laughs> even even so, like, I bet that it's much calmer now because they know that people are on to them. Yeah. You you don't get a fucking wiki page and still be part of, like, the Illuminati. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're probably on to another base camp. They're they're gone. I mean, no, never mind. We'll say it's still really hard to, like, find information on this, though. It is. So, like, because they have security guards. They have all this fucking high... Wow, what am I trying to say? They have, like, all this very serious high security precautions. It's like, it's kind of like Scientology. Right. Like we know what goes on in Scientology, but no one can fucking do anything about it. Infiltrate it. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
Speaking of security, did you know that up until 2019, that was the last year that Monte Rio publicly was paying for security there? Oh, I so don't doubt it. the, like, they cut them off. They were like, 2019, after that, guys, y- you all, you know, 2,500 of the richest people in the fucking country... You guys really got to start picking up the tab. (laughs) Like, we can't do it anymore. I'm like, I'm sorry, why were you guys paying for this with taxpayer dollars? Um, And also, just like speaking of finances, technically, Bohemian Grove is a 501 organization. So it's like a public tech, not it's not public, but in order to be like a a 501 tax bracket, Yeah, you need to release your tax statements. I feel like they probably can because they do employ residents of this town and, like, surrounding area. What? What do you mean? Like, because they they have people working there that aren't, like, these high-profile people. So yeah. I think they're still going to have to, like, release those reports so, oh, like, yeah, yeah. they can get their tax money. Oh, I know, but sometimes, yeah. I think where it gets messy is, like, it's a quote-unquote public organization, but it's on private property, and it's highly secure private property. Right. So, like, no one can actually go. Yeah, that's all (laughs) fine and good, but we do know their taxes, or at least what they're reporting to the IRS. We all know that that doesn't actually mean it's accurate. Right. But, um... like... Like, I guess the point was... or suspiciously, their income and, like, their assets, their, like, revenue and assets are pretty much always the same. They have not changed in decades. And by hasn't changed, I just mean it's very uniform. And, like, like, so in 2011, their revenue was set at $10 million and their assets were at $18 million. And... Like, the year before, it was, like, $10 million and, like, a $20 million asset. Like, and it pretty much just stays the same, no matter what. Like, inflection or, like, depending on, like, what is happening with the economy. Like, yeah. they I mean, don't gain like, or lose any money. A, we also know that whatever happens in the economy does not affect these people. They're going to, honestly, they'll probably have more money. But I wonder if that's because they only have, like, a set amount of people that can join. So it's always going to be the same number of people. But do they have a a set amount? I feel like within the last few, probably decades, they probably do. Because then, like, why do you have a waiting list? And how do you determine when someone on the waiting list gets on? Sure. Probably when someone dies or leaves. That's what, I mean, I don't know if that's true. We have no way of finding out if that's true. I'm just going to infer that. That's fair. Hear me out. I'm going to sound more crazy conspiracy than I (laughs) usually do. And I'm feeling a little bit tinfoil hat right now. Um, But their assets are not changing. And their revenue is not really changing. And it's staying, like, suspiciously steady no matter what happens. I would say... 
Probably because the people that fucking control the economy are all sitting there talking about what's going to happen with the economy, yeah. and then they can predict it, so they oh, just yeah. keep getting richer. No, I don't think that's tinfoil hatty at all. Like, I think that's very plausible. I'm just like, you guys all just sit here, and regardless, I mean, we haven't even gotten into, like, the accusations of what happens there, but regardless, like, that's... I feel like the... The conspiracy part of it, I'm just like, okay, yeah, whatever. The thing that gets me fucking heated is that 2,500 of the richest people in this country are just sitting there figuring out ways to get richer as the poor get poorer. I mean, yeah. Segway to my girl Mandy Mo- Mary Moore. She's cool. <laughs> Mandy Moore. Mandy part Moore. Part of the Bohemian <laughs> she Club. She snuck in. She's the only woman. I think there have been like She's honorary. The only bitch out there. <laughs> There have been honorary like women, people, yeah, but not but since they're like not members. Yeah, fifty or something. No, nope, Mandy Moore's the first one. <laughs> Mandy Moore, there she is. No, Mary Moore, and she was definitely not a member. So my girl Mary Moore lives in in town, and you know she knows people that are employed with Bohemian Grove, and she's like, I just don't understand what's happening here and I don't like it. And she's like, I don't fucking trust this because all I know is that there's rich ass motherfuckers in there getting richer and basically just finding ways to fuck over democracy and talking about things that they should, I mean, cause they're not just talking about like, we need to understand again, like it's not like a bunch of, politicians are sitting in a room talking about it. It is politicians and the CEO of all, all of these companies and yeah. people that have no fucking business knowing about laws before they come out. Yeah. And knowing about stock prices and stuff like that before they drop. So she was like, I don't fucking like this and I'm going to figure out what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And to this day, she still is researching what goes on there and she is one of the ones that consecutively like figures out all of the titles of the lakeside talks. Okay. So she's like the reason that we know yeah. that like they were talking about nine 11, four years before it happened. She's like the reason that we know that they were talking about, you know, different like financial changes. Right. Um, but she started a group called the Bohemian Grove network Alliance. And okay. it's, as far as I know, still happening today, and she's still, like, trying to figure out what's going on. But yeah. she didn't ever get to record anything, so we know very little. Like, all we can do basically do is, like, take her word for it, but I thought she was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, like, that's an important person that's, like, investigating. Um, in 1989, the Grove... The Grove was um, infiltrated by a magazine writer of Spy Magazine <laughs> um, named Philip Weiss, and he posed as a guest for a week. Which, like, also, like, I just don't understand how this happens with they have such high security. I mean, yeah, but like, there's also twenty five hundred fucking old rich white I dudes, know. and if you are also an old rich white dude. But I don't think he was. Like, I saw a video of him talking. He's not old, like, even now. And he was saying there's there was a waiting list for 33 years. 
Like the waiting list was 33 years long hmm. at that point. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. But he he wrote an article called Inside Bohemian Grove after yeah. his time there. Um, I don't know what year this was. It was, I think, shortly after Wise um, yeah. went. But Dirth uh, McCasson, he was a writer for People magazine. And he snuck into the Grove. but And he was able to, like, get basically, like, a, sto- a full story out of it. Um, but when their story was about to run, it ended up being killed by an editor. So they were like, nope, this isn't running. We can't do this. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, not sure if it's related, owners and CEOs from Time Warner who own People Magazine it's are related. members of the Bohemian Club. I was just going to say something like, like that. It's related. <sighs> I don't know. Could I mean, be- we don't know, but... <laughs> It, like, it is. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm like, hmm, could just be some weird shit. Don't know. I'm yeah. totally being sarcastic. It's connected, and it goes all the way to the top. Yeah, like, the gist of Weiss's article was, like, he basically just listed the rules, like, too long didn't read, um, where he found three rules. You don't do business. You don't pee on the trees. <laughs> and you're always drunk. Oh, no, you can pee on the trees. You can pee well, wherever you see, want. This is what I, I found other articles saying he knew he was there. It was like a quote. He knew he had arrived when he saw men holding beer cans and peeing in bushes. And that's why I was like, wait, so can you, you can pee anywhere, just like not on the trees, like not on the no, bark of the can, trees? You can pee anywhere. Okay. I mean, even nastier. Sure. Yeah. But then also. That's why they didn't want women there because women wouldn't yes. be able to handle it. <laughs> And they didn't want their members to have to change their ways yeah. or feel like they had to, like, restrict themselves. There were fully lawsuits about this. I'll just, I'll get into that because it's right below my Amazing. notes on this. Um, so, yeah, as we've been saying, no women can hold memberships. And they're not, at, for a very, very, very long time, they were not allowed inside at all. Not even as employees. But in 1978... They were sued with discrimination because they wouldn't hire women employees. And then they were basically ordered to do so in 1981. Right. The first, I think the person that like saw it first was like, no, you can, you, you can do it because like, yeah, they didn't want to give up their ways. And they thought that like, it would be really alarming for women to basically see men urinating all over the place. Um, So then the club went to the Supreme Court of California in 1984 saying that their freedoms were being infringed on because of all the women employees. Um, But they were denied. (laughs) So they they had to keep hiring women. But they're also only hired to be valet drivers and work in the dining hall. Yeah. So I... I, like, heard something about that, too. Like, they were basically, okay, like, you want to work here? And then, like, just made a bunch of, like, huh... She's still in the kitchen, though. Yeah. She's still where she belongs. Like, I mean, oh, my God, y'all are product progress, though, because now women and children can be guests, but they have to leave by dark. Yes. And they're only allowed in, like, part certain parts. <laughs> it's just so weird. That's what I mean, where I'm like, there's no way that nothing is happening here. Something fucking sketchy is happening. Yeah. And we'll get more into it, but, like... Y- 
after everything that has come out about how disgusting the rich and famous are and Epstein and all of this, like, yeah, I would, would I be surprised if they're running a little fucking child sex ring? No. Oh, not God, at all. no. Like, and they just, like, are like, okay, like, yeah, no, you guys can have guests, but, like, don't go to the second. If you go to the second floor, you're, you're going to get killed. <laughs> I like, don't need to be laughing. It's just fucking ridiculous. That's where they keep the kids. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm about ready to just fucking break in. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, it is notable. Although it might just be burning down right now, to be honest. Oh, yo, honestly. feel bad for those trees, though. Beautiful trees. Yeah. It's tough times here, 2020. Um, But, like, I think one of the most notable things to, like, come out of this whole situation is that... um, Early concepts of the Manhattan Project were planned here in 1942. Yes. So this is a more, like, I feel like a more, like, concrete yeah. conspiracy. Like, it's, like, basically well, I guess fact at, that point, at this point. It's not conspiracy. Um, but all I could think of was, like, I feel, I was trying to think of, like, what the quote was that um, Deep Throat says about the Manhattan Project in one of the X-Files episodes. Yeah. Wait, why is there not a Next Files episode on Bohemian Grove? I don't know. Like, I don't think there is. Uh, I don't think so either, but I feel like Mulder would flip the fuck out. (laughs) If you listen to um, the episode we did this week on blood, Aaron and I asked everyone if we think, or if you think, that Mulder would think that Corona is a conspiracy theory, and basically, yes. (laughs) Basically, yeah, the consensus was, Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also think like this is where it would come into handy like he would oh yeah just want to disband this and I know we're not supposed to talk about X-Files I mean we can't it's our fucking show I can do whatever I want yeah fuck y'all um (laughs) but yeah what if Alex Jones used to watch X-Files and saw Mulder and he was like that's what I want to do he did a really bad job he did do (laughs) um (laughs) Okay, so people think that the Manhattan Project started here because, like, obviously the Manhattan Project is leading up to the first atomic bomb, right? Yep. yep. And um, ends up getting us in some really sticky situations. Namely, really shitty of us to do. Yeah. Namely, like, Hiroshima and really... Fucking bad. Yeah. D Day. Ever heard of her? <laughs> um. Well, like they had current Nazis at that time, and ex Nazis probably until recently. Also, like Ernest Lawrence, the American nuclear scientist, and yeah. Robert Oppenheimer, who is literally credited as the father of the atomic bomb, as well as yeah. like presidents from every fucking call it like Ivy League and and the presidents of that time and like CEO of General Electric so I'm like yeah 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 something bad happened there like literally right before we came out with being like look what we got yeah great it's awesome love it one more thing I forgot to say Richard McClasson McCallson McCaslin McCaslin sorry I don't know 
don't fucking... I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> McCaslin. Robert M. His name's Richard. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Anyways, this man's... Um, <laughs> he was arrested in 2002. He charged the Bohemian Grove where he... Um, Ran in with like a whole shit ton, like a crossbow, fucking rifle, um, just all of these weapons. And, um, he was wearing a skull mask and, um, he had painted his nickname Phantom Patriot Hmm. on his chest. So he wasn't even tr- like he wasn't like, hey guys, I'm just a bro du- being a dude. He was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you all. Yeah. So that is one way. No one had tried it before, so I guess try again. Um, but he was arrested and sentenced to 11 years in prison for trespassing and setting fire to their rec hall. And this was uh, the same man that most notably called Obama. A ancestor of reptilians. I don't oh. know if you remember that guy, but so he's a healthy man. He's totally. <laughs> I mean, mental health is in check. Amazing, golden standard. Yeah, he has no mental illness. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, he was armed with a rifle shotgun hybrid a 45 caliber handgun a crossbow a two foot long sword a Jesus knife Christ. and a fireworks mortar tube is that what he burned down the record also with? just want to um just point out the the camp he entered the camp in winter so nobody was there <laughs> i mean maybe that was kind of the point though i mean i guess so but like i feel like there wouldn't be anything to even find out if they're not there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe he was just trying to, like, fuck with them. And, like, they would come back the following year. And yeah. And it would just, like, all be burned down. I don't know. He he <laughs> says that he was trying to interrupt child sacrifices that he believed were happening there. But I'm like... Dude, okay, you sat- came at the wrong season, bud. I know. Like, literally, it, they make it so clear, like... These are the dates we're going to be sacrificing children. Come on by. But we're also going to be heavily armed. He definitely watched the documentary then. If that came out in 2000 and this happened, what, 2002? Uh, oh, yeah. No, he like him and Alex Jones are like friends. Yeah. That's probably because, like, not. But he did speak directly to Alex Jones. Okay. About I'm not surprised it, by any of this. He, then. They're both fucking psychos together. So yeah. because like the main it's weird because like we get a lot of evidence from Alex Jones trespassing and like recording it, um, but he just puts such a fucking wild ass spin on it that it almost like discredits everything. Like he thinks right. everything is a satanic ritual. We all know how I feel about that. He thinks that there's like an actual body being burned in the coffin effigy. He thinks they're doing ch- children's sacrifice. He thinks the owl represents a Canaanite god named Moloch mm-hmm. who's associated with child sacrifice. But then if you fucking look Moloch up, he's a bull. He's not a fucking owl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry. He's just like really dumb. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate. Cause like 
he's like the only one that got fucking footage. But yeah. like the other people that were with him, like imagine what that could have fit- turned footage into. And basically, we're just like it's just a frat party for yeah. rich people. Um, but then Alex Jones was just like, nah, dude, they're killing children. Well, he he thought that because he's like, you can hear them screaming. Ugh. But like, the owl has a lot of electronics in it and it has like basically like a tape that would play like if you were at disney world in a theme park and you hit a trigger and like animatronics move and there's like a storyline like that's basically what it is so i think it's just people screaming in the tape Hmm. but also if it's a frat party and everyone's fucking drunk they're probably like hooping and hollering like (laughs) i just think it's like really far-fetched yeah. Like, it's not, I would not put it past these people to sacrifice some fucking children. But when you put it in that way, Alex, sir, doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I think he's on to something, but he has to always go and like fucking ruin it, right? Yeah. Um, however, we can get into some of the connections to, I mean, honestly, there's, As far as I know, not a ton of connections to the Illuminati, except for they're all rich white men, like we talked about. Um, In other things that people say are, like, reasons that they're part of the Illuminati, they use an owl as their symbol, um, which people also associate with the symbolism for the Illuminati. And... um, you know. I don't know, but then does that mean like people think Twin Peaks is about the Illuminati? Because there's owls in Twin Peaks. I don't know. Like it's a symbolism, or it's a symbol for wisdom. So like I get why people pick that as like a club symbol. I mean, yeah, I don't like it with the combination of the oh, no. old rich white men. But no. um, there's also kind of a weird thing where they're they have a patron saint. Um, his name is John of Nekamuk. Yeah. And he is the saint of Bohemia, which like legend basically, like, which also I don't understand. Cause I'm like, are, are you guys trying to be like Christian? Are you trying to be like pagan? What's going on? Are you Satanists? So they're like, like black craft cult who puts a bunch of religious imagery on one shirt, but then it <laughs> all doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> Amazing. Owner of Blackcraft, part of the Bohemian Club. There it is. You've heard it here first. <laughs> Can you wait? I'm sorry. Can you just imagine like George Bush wearing a bunch of gla- Blackcraft cult? Yeah. Especially like, the one that's walking says, around Fuck the, the fucking Westboro- wait, what? Fuck the Westboro Baptist Church. But then it has like <laughs> yep. a pentagram. Like, I mean, like an upright pentagram, but then also like, fuck religion. Um, and then, like, an upside-down cross, which all yeah. do not mean the same thing. It's okay. If you put words any order, they make sense. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Just put <laughs> copy-paste bunch of symbols onto a shirt. It's going to be George sick, Bush dude. wearing lots of black crap cult, super fucking hammered with his dad and his brother Jeb. And they're all picking on Jeb, and they're like, you're such a fucking idiot. You're never oh. going to be president. And they're all part of um, the Hillbillies Club. <laughs> Which is one of the one of the cool cabins. Yeah. Yeah, they have, like, fucking cabins. It's, like, high-class glamping for Boy Scouts. 
I mean, yeah, but for them, it's like they might as well still be sleeping on the fucking pine needles with their blankies. Um, That's my favorite part of that. Obviously, their patron saint. Legend says that John of Nekamuk. I'm so sorry for that. I don't know what that pronunciation is. I think we all know I don't know how to talk any at all by now. Um, but <laughs> legend says that Johnny Boy, he <laughs> suffered death at the hands of a bohemian monarch because um, he didn't want to disclose secrets of the queen. So rather than betray his queen, he basically like was like, fuck off, king. And then um, he, yeah, he got killed. Would the king be with the queen, though? Um, different families. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> um, but either way, so he, like, there's a large wood carving of St. John in his robes um, with his index finger over his lips at the shore of the lake Ew. in the grove. Symbolizing the secrecy kept by the Grove's attendees. Ew, I don't like that. So, St. Johnny is there being like, don't fucking talk. That's disgusting. Yes. Um, also, Paul Bonacci in um, 1990 gave a written testimony um, and said that in 1984, he was 16 years old, and he describes being driven he flew into um i believe he said san diego and then drove for a really long time to basically the redwood forest he said that he didn't know where he was but described bohemian grove and described a cage with a boy in it and said that he was forced at gunpoint to engage in sexual activities with the little boy um the little boy was then killed by gunshot and was taken away by a hooded man and told and Paul was told that the dead child would be used for a later ritual. So this is where a lot of the quote-unquote evidence of child abuse and um, child, like, sex ring comes from. Um, it is extremely hard to find anything about this guy at this point. Yeah, He later did go on to sexually assault, um, I think, actually, like, I don't think he killed them, but either way, he ended up being a pedophile in his later years. But um, as we know, people who are abused, sometimes that does happen. I don't know. I don't know enough about him or any of it to say, but that is one of the things that people say is like that that's their proof for both like child sex ring and um, like sacrificing children to... The owl god. And yeah, I mean it's it's tough because I like if that I'm not saying it's real, I'm not saying it's not, because I think we just need a lot more information. Right. And we don't have it and no one has it. Yeah. I mean again, I would not be surprised, and I do think that like Whatever is going on there is not good. Right. I don't think it's good for the economy. I don't think it's good for human rights. I don't know if they're... I don't know what they're doing there. I do not like it. Yeah. However, 
there is a big step between that and it's the Illuminati. So I don't know. But if it is the Illuminati, we'll never know. So it's not the Illuminati until Beyonce is there. I mean, yeah, that's going to take a while. (laughs) They're definitely not going to let her in. No. Again, though, she could be in the other, like, subsect of the Illuminati. Yeah. You know? It's like a Venn diagram, and there's, like, (laughs) there's the Illuminati over here to my left, and then there is Bohemian Grove over here. And then there's, like, some crossover. And then there's some crossover, but it doesn't mean it has to be a perfect circle. Yeah. But, I don't know, if they're not sacrificing children... And doing some fucking weird shit. Sounds like they're just some bros being dudes getting fucking lit in the woods. Yeah. Like Burning Man. It's kind of like these people can't go to a bar and like let loose. Like that's really not a possibility. So like if there's. I mean. Legitimately nothing nefarious. Crazy fucking parties though. I know. I know. But like if there's nothing nefarious going on legitimately. It's just like. Maybe these people shouldn't get together and talk about the things that they're talking about. I don't see it as, like, a terrible thing. I think it's just fucking stupid. But also, like, stop just being Republicans. Like, invite Bernie. Invite Obama. Like, (laughs) let's have people with more than your point of view, like, having a good time. Yeah. Growing out. Invite some ladies. I don't want to see a world where... Bernie and George Bush are broing out, actually. No, I mean, I don't so. either. The only thing I enjoy about George Bush now is that he paints. Yeah. I think that's, like, a very wholesome grandpa thing to do, but otherwise, I don't like him. Yep. Still a war criminal, but it's all yeah. good. Anyways, uh, thanks for coming. <laughs> next week, we're talking about the jackalope. Oh, wait, not next. Next episode, we're talking about the jackalope. Yes. Um, we are now moving the show to every other week because your girls got a lot of schoolwork yes. and editing and recording two podcast shows a week is going to be a lot for me. So we made the decision to make this every other week. And so like your season is longer. Right. A little bit. Yeah. And it gives us some more time to research things. Although I don't think the uh, jackal alert. Jackalope is going to be, be too much uh, researching. No. But it is cute. It is it's really so cute. cute. Uh, oh. Yeah, this shit got me fired up, though. I'm ready to go. Who wants to burn the world down? Oh, yeah. Wait. It's already happening. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you to watch anything Alex Jones does because, like, it's annoying. But at least, like, go Google the owl statue. Yeah, that was really the weirdest creepy. thing. And, like, there's multiple pictures of it. And it's just, mm, it's unsettling. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's something weird happening here. We got to get to the bottom of it, but I don't think we're going to know anytime soon. No. So, let's see. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Stay Stay safe. safe. Mm, Yep, and spooky. Bye. Bye.